0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Everybody, we are back. It is taped on live. Favorite podcast, favorite channel, favorite is everything. We are back. You guys already know what to do. Hit the subscribe button, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hit the like button if you like it. Hit the dislike button if you don't like it. Leave a comment if you like it. Leave, you know, leave a comment if you don't like it. And make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at the Mark John NFL for me, at BD Williams18 for BD, at M holder95 for Matt Holder. And uh, you know, pandasups.com. Make sure you guys go over there and discount code TDL 35% off for Pandasubs.com, Panda Supplements. All right, guys. So the preseason is over. Um, we got four games instead of three. Champs. Preseason champs. The you know, Raiders are undefeated in the 2022 season so far. Uh, haven't lost a game yet. Um, hopefully that carries on to the regular season. And, uh, you know, 23 6 win. Um, you know, of course, there wasn't too many starters today. But, you know, it's interesting movement on the offensive line, I thought. uh, Kind of a little bit of surprises over there. You know, some guys are playing a lot this week during the week, and they played last week, and then they weren't in there this week, and then it was a little movement. So a little interesting uh, movement there, of course. And then, you know, some good play on the defense. Defense has been strong all the whole preseason, so it's really exciting to see. Hopefully that carries over to the season. And, you know, this shows that the Raiders have some depth. And we saw some players come back this week. So, any initial thoughts from you guys?
1: Yeah, I mean, um, just piggybacking off what you were saying about the defense looking strong, definitely looked, um, you know, uh, pretty good the entire time. Very fundamentally sound like everyone's doing their jobs. We saw that again um, today, you know, with the the defense, Deshaun Bauer having a coming-out party in the NFL. Like, he's solidified himself as – Yes, I am a viable defensive end in the NFL. Uh, five sacks in the preseason. You know, you got that strip sack today. Fell, fell on mm-hmm. another one, I think, uh, later on. You saw him making plays on the perimeter in, like, the screen game. You know, this guy's uh, come, come out of nowhere. And uh, I, I, ho- I hope someone in the audience can, can fact-check me on this. We were talking about it just briefly right before. Um, but I don't think that the defense allowed a – First half touchdown. This entire preseason, you know, you you see how fast these guys are playing. Patrick Graham, like he's got these guys, even the backups to the backups, he's got these guys bought in, understanding the scheme and playing fast. So it's encouraging to see.
2: Yeah, I think biggest thing for me, kind of picking back, up, piggybacking off what BD was talking about about shutting teams out the first half. Like for most of the game, I mean, or most of the week, we heard about the Raiders dominating in training camp and, and joint practices and they come out in the in the game and I mean like you said think the think everyone on the starting o-line or whatever the starting o-line might be except for Colton Miller was playing but other than that it was all backups and they took it to the Patriots and took it to the Patriots starters for the, for the entire first quarter like yeah that's an encouraging sign when you when your backups are beating the another team's ones especially a team like the Patriots and Bill Belichick like right. Patriots so encouraging sight for sure for sure
0: yeah, I, you know this. Um, I mean, the defense looks uh, looks uh, really well. I thought the uh, first team offensive line actually played pretty well too. Uh, I mean, I don't know what's first team or second team at this point. I have no idea. I don't know what the hell is going on. Really, dude. I mean, John Simpson was in there. And, like everybody's like, oh, he's out. He's he's a bench, and then he's the starter, and he like, he, and then he came out like really early. <laughs> like he played like two series, and then came out. So like. So, did Andre James, it's super interesting to see what they do with this offensive line. But that, that group played well, actually, uh, gave Sidham a lot of time. Um, they got some movement in the offensive line a little bit. Um, you know, got some openings for uh, Zamir White, who, who I thought was struggling a little bit, uh, running a lot of outside zone. I showed that in my last breakdown. So, it was interesting to see Jackson Barton play a lot. Um, I saw somebody say he played left tackle, left guard. I thought he played pretty well, too. I, didn't think, I mean, he's played well the whole preseason, just kind of been like quiet the quiet thing Jackson Barton's been yeah. playing well and, you know, he got a shot and, you know, they talk about competition a lot and, you know, they want to show who, who's the best player out there. So, I mean, to see Jackson Barton get a little run was good, I guess, you know, that was, it was good to see him like earn that opportunity, I believe. Um, So that, that was, that was good to see. But, uh, you know, of course, you know, everybody was talking about Leatherwood and how he played, but uh <laughs> he played late, you know, who, who knows what's going to happen to that. I You know, I, I think that, at this point, I mean, they, they might move on from him. I mean, they might trade him. I seem like a lot of teams want him, in my opinion. I feel like if you're going to trade him, it's the time. If everybody wants him, yeah, move him. I mean, obviously, people are going to want to give up some ransom for him. and They, you know, they still see the athleticism. And those old line coaches just like, I can fix him. Look, like, I got him. Like, he's just chanting to me. I, I'd fix his hands, you know. So, um, if he has a market, <laughs> then go ahead and move him. If you got Mumford, Parker, you got Luminor, and then just, guess Jackson Barton, you know what I mean? I guess, you know what I mean? So uh it was interesting. It was interesting to see Parham didn't play guard at all today either. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but I just saw him play center. I thought that was interesting. Uh But, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's really interesting the way this whole uh Leatherwood thing is shaking out. I mean, you saw him get, um, you know, benched essentially early on for Thayer Mumford and continually throughout the rest of the preseason. And then they start talking about how, uh, you know, p- the media starts leaking stories about him. And um, I-, I think it's clear that they were trying to light a fire under this guy, putting him, you know, behind Theron Mumford, talking about him in the media. And Leatherwood never rose to the occasion. So uh, I-, I think it must be that they just don't like, you know, kind of his personality. I guess he's not a fit for this locker room. But like like you're saying, there's a lot of talent there with this young man. So if he does, if they, if the Raiders do get something for him, I'd be interested in watching his career, seeing how it unfolds for him. Uh, but it's pretty clear it's not going to be with the Raiders. I feel like no,
2: no. I mean, I feel like too. Like the thing we got to consider with the uh, with trading him too is like what did teams what what did teams value him coming out of last year? Did they va- did anyone. Actually, value him other than the Raiders, other than Gruden, as a first-round pick, right? Or do they view him as a third-round pick that's now playing like a fifth, sixth round, maybe even seventh-round value? Because it, I mean, it was rough tonight, but I, I, I almost feel like and this is just a gut feeling, kind of building off what you were talking about, BD. He almost feels like it's like he doesn't have confidence anymore. He feels like he's defeated. You know what I mean? Just how off seasons unfolded with him yeah. going back and forth, and it doesn't look like he's really like a. It doesn't look like he's really like just motivated engaged. to play almost like, yeah he's, yeah, yeah, he's exactly. yeah yeah and remember that like yeah. that press conference earlier in the year like where like he like it was like after he got uh the first time he kind of got what was losing reps to munford and like everyone was saying he's pretty short in the press conference could sense like he was dejected it just feels like a guy that's unfortunately got like a broken spirit almost at this point and it's not even year two year two hasn't even yeah. technically started
1: which I firmly, I, Marcus, I'm gonna let you get in on this, but I firmly believe this coaching staff they wanted to see Leatherwood kind of rise above all that, you know, like get like okay, yeah, there's a lot of adversity right here, there's a lot going through your head. Let's see you gut it out and play your best football despite that. They wanted to see that, and mm-hmm. he wasn't able really to rise to that occasion. I feel like so. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, I, go, go ahead, go ahead.
0: I mean, to be honest, we don't know. I mean, if when you're when you're that type of player and you're that herald player going to Alabama and all that stuff. I mean, how much competition has he really dealt with, you know? Um, so, you know, they put him in that position where he had to face competition and maybe he didn't handle it too well, you know? Uh, I mean, that could be part of it, but I still don't understand, you know, if he played better at guard last year, he should just try to make guard from the beginning, in my opinion, uh, you know, it, 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 he was obviously a project a tackle, obviously, so they, they decided to go with the project and yeah, if you stick with the project for so long, then his his you know, he might be defeated. But at some point you probably could have just moved him inside and then maybe his confidence could have rose there too. So I don't know. And maybe it's, it's
1: that and maybe that's part of the confidence is him having to slide inside and play guard last year. You know, it could be that the reason why he hasn't had any burning guards so far is because he's told the coaching staff, Hey, I'm a tackle. And a lot of times, you know, players do that, and, and you don't see them switch positions because they go like, "I'm trying to make it Cleveland Furl." I'm trying to make it at like this is I'm not a tweener. I'm not going to play defensive tackle for you guys. Sometimes I'm an end. You saw him out there covering down over number two, like outside, like no, this is not Cleveland Furl's, you know, thing, right? It, he he he's at a better spot, but I think there's a bit of a pride thing, so it could have been that for Leatherwood too. It's not. He doesn't want to play guard. He wants to play tackle. He wants to prove it to himself that he's a tackle.
2: I feel like with this coaching staff, like you got to look at it as like they didn't. They needed a right tackle. They don't necessarily need a guard. I mean, the guards not not exactly solidified, but they have Simpson. They have Cotton, who was at least playing well at the beginning of training camp and all that stuff. And Dylan Parham yeah. as the as the coach. They don't have a right tackle right now. They needed someone to step up. And when you're when you're a first round pick the year before. We're hoping it's going to be you, even though it's not the that's that's the guy. But I, I
0: don't know. I, think, I feel like Albert Breer kind of gave it away when he called Brandon Parker a steady veteran. <laughs> it was a call, but I read that I was like, "Oh no," because I know Breer got that from somebody. You know, Albert Breer is Mister Mister New England, right? He's Mister He's Mister Patriot. And when he talks about the Patriots, you know, Breer's not lying. Anybody else, you know it, but he talks about he called Brandon Parker a steady veteran. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, yeah." Oh so <laughs>
2: let's go round table real quick. We can go rapid fire too. Okay. Who's the right ta- who's the starting one right tackle if it's on the roster right now? If that person's on the roster right now.
0: Marcus. it's Brandon Parker, man. It's Brandon Parker. <laughs> it's Brandon Parker or Munford.
1: Not Illuminor? Marcus? If if Parker is healthy,
0: are we talking about Parker Parker's healthy? If he's You're saying Munford over Illuminor? Uh well okay, I'll take that back. I'll say a Luminor behind um, Parker, Parker, but if Parker's healthy, that's, that's the dude Parker. out there. That's the dude out but, there. I mean, I was, see,
1: and that's the thing. Parker's never healthy. So I don't know why they're talking about a steady veteran. Uh,
0: what is he even steady yet? He's either getting heat or he's Somebody told hurt. him that. He didn't, he didn't COVID. Yeah, that's right, I, I, know, I know, I
1: know, I know, I know. That's I know, why so. Matt's like, oh right. no,
0: because that's like, Matt knows somebody told him that somebody in the building told Albert Breer that Brendan Parker is a steady veteran. You You can't, you can't get past that. I'm sorry. I, Wait, know, I, he he knows all those guys, and they they know him. They're gonna talk to him like it's nothing. So it could have been some scout or something, some like some guy that. You
1: know. Regardless, if Parker starts, okay, you know week one, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's what Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, one of those guys is gonna suplex Brandon Parker. He's gonna be out with a torn pec for the rest of the year. Okay, it's yeah. gonna, so it's gonna be a luminor at some point taking over for Brandon Parker and uh-huh. probably playing a uh, tackle, but you like Mumford. There's something there for Mumford. Uh,
0: uh, no, I think if you're going to play a rookie, you know, if you're going to play him, I, I mean, I would say he should be a backup, but I, I wouldn't like want him to be the starter. Like he didn't earn that job. I mean, he's not better than Luminor or, um, or I mean, Parker. I mean, we really haven't seen him. And even to play left tackle didn't look good. So, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I, of course, of course personally, I would play a new Aluminor, but obviously, this team they have a they have some kind of look at Brandon Parker. If he's if he's healthy, I I think he's going to be out there. So, um, but if he's not healthy right now. If he doesn't get healthy, then it's going to be Aluminor. But Matt, go ahead. We haven't even got to Matt yet.
2: I mean, I was going to say Munford, but like,
0: I, I mean, like
2: it, it is legitimately like a coin toss. Like I like. I was hoping someone would, again, I keep saying this, I was hoping someone would step up, and just no one does. I mean, I would, like, no maybe it's just me being the 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 draft guy or whatever, but, like, I was thinking, like, it legitimately could be Munford. Maybe it's a Luminor. I was watching him a little bit today, and, like, he was all right. He just, yeah. but, again, Judon, I think, got him a couple times, something like that. And, I mean, Joey Bosa and Clomac are better than, better than Matt Judon. <laughs> And Matt Judon's a good player. It's not slight, but
1: yeah, Judon's good. Judon's good,
2: but it's, I mean, yeah, I almost feel like it's not the the right tag was on the roster. I feel like we like we got to pay attention to what's going on with the next over the weekend. Maybe this is finally the the push that they the coaching staff needed to bring Daryl Williams, give him whatever blank check he's looking for right now, and find someone. But yeah, I mean. And I feel like the thing that hurts Munford two is him being injured the last two weeks and not being yeah. able to play.
1: Yeah. Like, I, I, how, did, how did Mumford look um, for, uh, uh, against uh, when they're running the ball behind him? He gets good push. He's all right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> at, <laughs> at this
2: point, at this point, we'll settle for all right. You're right. He's all right, man. <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, they just, is, yeah. is the saving grace for Brandon Parker that he just played on the left side and uh, then didn't get to like, didn't get to do anything to like hurt himself on the right side? Is
0: that going to be the saving yeah, grace I, for him I, going in? I, I think so, man. I, I don't know. I think like last year, since he played okay, like uh, you know he had some, you know he had some terrible games, but he he was okay over there. Like he wasn't just like the uh, horrific. You know, people are like, he's a steady veteran, fifth year. <laughs> he's thirty-five. Those, it's a thirty-five-inch arms. I don't care what they say. They see those. No one in NFL history arms. has backed into more starts than Brandon Parker. I don't know. He he just walks in the room, man. They see those thirty-five-inch arms. They're like, man, I could do something. With that's, that. a you, that's a tackle. <laughs> if that's a tackle. that's a tackle, that is a tackle. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Six 35 thirty-five-inch arms.
0: Arms. Like,
1: man. So, I, honestly, I, honestly, honestly, Brandon Parker, like you're saying, he could just back into, you know, playing, like, literally, that's all he has to do, just stand there. That's backed you know, into that's
2: 10 like, as a rookie. Yeah. Like, how many guys start 10 games as a rookie, don't start two games for the next two years, then do like 14, don't get re signed until after the draft, and then find a way to fi- fi- get into the starting lineup
0: again? Oh. He's a that, survivor That, 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 that Albert breer scared the hell out of <laughs> steady. me Steady <I> wanna... yeah, <laughs> He's literally steady. the
2: definition of your best
0: ability is availability Yeah, they, really. got the, they got the steady veteran, Brandon Parker I'm like, what Albert are you talking about? Have you watched any of the games? <laughs> steady. steady veteran All right uh, Anyways, uh, some more uh, positive thoughts here uh, uh, can I talk
1: about Can I talk about the linebacker competition?
0: Go ahead, go ahead. Linebacker competition. Let's get it.
1: I was very bullish on Bolton after okay. watching the uh, the especially the special teams tape. I was like, "Oh, this guy, yeah, he's making this roster, right?" Um, I don't know if they keep four or five linebackers, so I don't know if we're if there's competition, you know, between Masterson, Butler and Bolton for one or two jobs here. But what I will say, Masterson obviously had a good game. He got the interception. He's involved in a lot of tackles. I think that the size that he has, the length that he has, um, and he has really good zone maintenance. His zone drops are really good. I just want to see him be a lot more physical downhill against the run. That's really my only gripe with Masterson, you know. But, um, you know, if, if he's a guy um, that makes the roster, I wouldn't be mad at, at either him or Butler. I think both those guys are are pretty good in coverage. So uh, it's they, I think all of the, these linebackers are making it tough. Um, I don't know if Masterson keeps on if, if he played like this the last preseason game, he's a guy if you cut him, might not be available on the practice squad. So Yeah.
2: I feel um, like they'll try and stash Butler on the I was just gonna say I feel like they Masterson will make the team will stash Butler on the practice squad. I feel like that's the move. Keep five with Bolton and then uh yeah, keep the guy uh, that's like a little bit not getting quite as much buzz right now.
0: Actually, Matt, you're the, uh, my, my, D-line, my D-line man. What did you think of Neil Farrell and Matthew Butler? I thought they had their best games. Especially Matthew I was literally, you took the words right out of my mouth. I th- thought they had their best games too, yeah.
2: I mean, especially Matthew Butler. He was getting a lot more pressure, looked faster off the ball. Neil Farrell, like I've been pretty disappointed with him throughout the preseason so far. And then like today, was actually, he was popping off a little bit. I think he caused that like, that like little first fumble at, at Nose, getting off the ball, get off that we saw at the Senior Bowl. Uh, yeah, a lot better game. I thought it was their best game. I mean, D line as a whole, even beyond those two guys, was just dominating. I mean, I'm just looking at it, like Bauer had two sacks, Van Balkenberg had two, a sack, Coons had a sack too in the the series or two that he played. So, very impressive from the defensive line, especially those two young guys. Yeah,
0: um, I do want to let RD seven one one know that he is delusional. Yes, you are delusional. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he's
2: got more sacks in the last four in the last four games.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Five sacks in four games, Marcus.
0: Oh, man. Um, so, <laughs> so Cleveland Farrell did, did get some run today. Um, I talked to BD about this last week. He, he, he was a little hesitant about it. Uh, I said if he was did not have a spot on this team, why would he sit out so much throughout this whole preseason? And then he only played like a two series, and then he came out with a fucking and never played again. So, Obviously, Cleveland Farrow is a spot in this team. So, what do you guys think about his role and what is he going to do? I mean,
1: it, it's interesting that the way that they in base, where when Cleveland Furrow is going to be out there, he's going to be out there in base. And this team, they like to get into a five uh, five on the, on the defensive line. So, these big outside linebackers, you know, Chandler Jones, Max Crosby, out, quote unquote outside linebackers, but Cleveland Furrow, he's playing in that spot. And there's going to mm-hmm. be occasions where these guys have to drop into coverage. And, you know, when the base package is out there, you can't send a five, six-man pressure every single time. There's mm-hmm. going to be times where it is just a four-man pressure, and then one of those outside backers is going to have a coverage responsibility, you know? So I I don't know if Klee, if Klee is going to be viable in those situations when you have to do that in base to play th- that spot, you know? So if he does make the team, I, 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 I foresee him eventually – Getting kicked down inside, uh, because like, what's Cleveland Farrell going to do? Cover down over a slot? Like, come on.
2: I mean, for me, like, kind of like I think you were talking about at the beginning, B, Like, when Patrick Graham took over, I I thought I'm like, there might be a role for Cleveland Farrell as kind of like that like five technique, that hybrid like defensive end, defensive tackle type of player, like that they could put him in, probably similar to what we're going to see Willald Nichols play this year. Um, but then when I saw he was playing outside back, I'm like, dude, he's screwed. <laughs> Like, <laughs> like, it, and like, I don't know, Marcus. Are, are we working under the assumption, the under the assumption that Cleveland Farrell is going to be on the team? Because I
0: don't know. I kind of feel. I
2: mean,
0: like... I mean should he play more? I mean, wouldn't you, if you haven't played at all, and you're not going to be on the team. It's a question mark. Should you not just play two series and come out like in the first quarter and never play again? I just, I think that's a little odd. You know, if you if you if you're going to cut somebody, don't you want to see more of them? Or are you just like, oh, I'm just going to cut them. I mean, that's kind of. A little interesting. I don't know. I I just think that he's I think that de- uh, my take Sorry. would be the decision was already made.
2: Yeah, and like this was just like, this was his chance to put put a couple drives on film, to, for for someone else. Yeah, but you know he, he didn't just, practice he's... until this week. Yeah, he yeah. hasn't practiced in a month or almost a month. Know, and again, like Tashawn I... Bauer. We were just talking about it. Tashawn Bauer was the, the preseason defensive MVP.
0: Uh, you know, I you just some, some guys are just football guys. If Cleveland is a football guy, and this is a football guy coaching staff, and I think that's sometimes we can't just sleep on the the football guy who shows up and just loves football and just football, 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 and, and they play a little inside. You know, it's not not even really a thing about him being good or not. I just I thought it was interesting that he didn't play at all. Really, that yeah. much. I thought it would, I thought I was would have saw him play more. Well, he did play inside in third down a little bit but i mean he didn't really do anything but
1: yeah know. on third downs, yeah, yeah. when rushdowns yeah rushdowns obviously he's not going to be rushing off the edge someone said that they saw him lined up um at nose guard at one point yeah um yeah third. so third downs he's going to slide inside yeah for sure they're going to have packages for these guys um but yeah on on first down okay That's what I'm talking about. On first down, you have to have some coverage responsibility, that position. And I just don't think that he fits on the team. So Mm. I've been hoping, honestly, that they just trade Klee. You know, trade Leatherwood, trade Klee, hopefully, and just get something. Even if it's just like a late-round pick or something like that, honestly. Who cares at this point?
0: Yeah, because, you know, that's just my thing. I I figure – because, you know, Alex Leatherwood played the whole game. I mean, he played the whole fourth quarter. They went super deep. It was like it was really – like that and pharaoh played like two series <laughs> and like yeah, hey, man that's, that's enough so it's just because he came out with coots i mean him and coots were in there together and then Koots came out early too because coots didn't play that much either i mean yeah. played like 10 snaps or something like that and they, they took them both at the same time and they never came back in so i thought that was like i felt like it was a little eye-opening to me like oh wow okay he so he's like wow because They treated him like he was a start, like he was the like part of that group that was going to come in behind Chandler Jones and Max Crosby. So I did think that was interesting. But so I mean, if they keep five, um,
1: if they keep five defensive ends, Mm -hmm. outside linebacker, edge players, on this, you know, um, I don't know if they can keep five linebackers. You might have to keep only four linebackers at that point, you know. So.
0: That's makes it, it tough. It. It's gonna be interesting.
1: I might I might require twenty-five roster spots when we do our um <laughs> when we do our prediction. Okay. Because I, I was gonna do I was gonna do twenty-four for defense and give twenty-six to Marcus for offense, but I think it's gonna have to be twenty-five-twenty-five 25 here because there's too many hard cuts on the defense. Um right. uh-huh. one one guy I want to talk about real quick. Okay. Okay, Isaiah Zuber. I don't know if I've ever seen anything like this. First of all, the catch that he had on third and, what was it, third and six, third and seven, Yeah. The stop route, it was a contested catch, big league catch, you know, like, and it was a heater. That quarterback just drilled that in there, and he makes that contested catch. So that, I mean, I was like, okay, that's impressive. To win, to execute on the outside, on the perimeter, on a third and long when you got to have it, that was awesome. And then all of a sudden, I'm seeing Raiders get an interception, and I see 89 out there. I'm like, what's going on here? I don't yeah. – right? And he's lined up at free safety. Hold hold on. You know, uh, obviously, they're – I mean, they're playing around. They're messing around with this guy. But if Zuber makes it to the practice squad, he's on another team for sure.
0: Yeah, uh, he's XFL guy, right? The, yeah. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, XFL? USFL, US, yeah, USFL, yeah, 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 USFL. Yeah, yeah, USFL. So he's a USf, USFL guy. Yeah, but, um, I mean, he's been be getting a little bit more run the past couple weeks, but, um, I mean, yeah, he definitely had to be a practice squad guy. But, and, you know, when you, it's always interesting. When you come from the USFL, do you want to be a practice squad guy? Is that something you want to do? Or, like, <laughs> I don't know how that new
2: works. Expert. Yeah, because how much – did you see the USFL games? They had, like, 10 people in the stands. It going to fold them, like – <laughs> if they have a year, two, a full year two, it's job security at least on the, on the practice squad. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, you're
1: you're right about that. Barely, right about that. barely, yeah, barely. Uh, all right, um, um, yeah. Okay, so so no so no Zuber making the final cuts. Fine. All right, uh, right, I, right. I, I want to see him. I want to see because Keelan,
0: Keelan Cole. That's what I'm talking about. Keelan Cole played really late. I saw somebody talk about that. What, yeah. what was up with that? I mean, he's so so. Dylan's I not mean, yeah. going to get a run over him. Did <laughs> you see that?
2: Yeah, that was wrong. Right. Uh, I was going to say I, I would not be surprised if Keelan Cole ended up not making this team with the uh, TJ Turner emerging as as a returner. Tyron Johnson mm-hmm. bringing that speed element. I mean, have mm. a forty five yard catch that would have been a seventy yard touchdown. <laughs> is that Garber, is, Garber, is Garber that Garber. a prediction,
1: Matt? Is that a prediction? I <laughs> mean, might have
2: to be. Might have to be. I'll have to. Give, I'll have to get on. Get on in on it. But uh, I will say I do have a uh, surprise cuts dropping tomorrow, and Cole is one of them.
0: I mean, I, I would I would agree with that. I mean, he played late into the fourth quarter in the last preseason game. I mean, what else is there to wow. to say? In my opinion, I mean, he's playing out there with guys that I mean, he's playing. He's out there with Isaiah Zuber. I mean, Dylan Stoner. It was more interesting to me that like, Dylan Stoner was getting run and he came out early too. So those are it's just a couple things that these some some guys that came out really early today kind of caught my eye a little bit. And Even Dylan Stoner, like even hanging around, like wait, wasn't he injured the whole? Training camp? He was injured all training camp. Most he, of it, yeah. And they're just keeping Dylan Stoner around? What is it what is that's weird. All these guys got cut, Jordan Vesti got cut. Okay.
1: First of uh, all, hold on. McDaniels loves those kind of wide receivers. <laughs> you know, <I'm> <laughs> okay. What kind? <laughs> okay, the uh the coach's son. All right. All right.
0: The way you the can grinders.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but um, no, but uh, <laughs> being, being being completely seriously here, um, yeah. one thing that was really telling for me with killing Cole is on that uh, out route that um, he, he was a, the, the ball was behind him mm-hmm. and, and he missed that and it was a, it was a third down. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. First of all, it's third down. Okay, so that, this, this is a play you got to have that, but it's a blitz. It was an obvious blitz. There, there. It's like zero coverage on the back end you got if you're an nfl wide receiver the execution level you got to get your head around quicker you know the ball's coming out hot right like so there needs to be some kind of side adjustment or you need to just you know run your route a little differently knowing that okay it's a pressure play it's not just they're sitting back and playing coverage here and playing you know cover five two man under or whatever it is they is. they're center pressure i gotta adjust keelan cole didn't do that and the quarterback did the quarterback goes oh i got keelan cole he's a vet I'm going to throw hot right now because the pressure's coming, but Keelan Cole's not playing at that level. So, yeah, I mean, maybe you're right, Matt. Uh, It it definitely looks like, hey, maybe this is, uh, you know, just the mental aspect uh, is is probably tough in this offense to get a grasp of.
2: I mean, both both of you saying exactly what you you said, like gave me more confidence in it. Like the, the fact that he was playing so late, like I noticed that too. I'm like, this is never a good sign when veterans are playing late into the fourth quarter in the last preseason game. And like BD, like you said, like the, I, don't know, I mean, you got caught a drop or yeah. was behind Yeah. Drop or whatever. So another thing that you can't have happen when you're a vet playing, trying to make a team. And you got a guy like I was talking about with Turner who had a, another nice return today too. And then yeah. Johnson going out and doing exactly what, what you would Johnson, expect from a spot receiver to go Johnson's down. On the team. Field.
1: Yeah. He's, he's a lock. That's a lock, lock right there. He better be a lock. Yeah. Oh, there, there's no <laughs> question. There's no question. It's a lock. I mean mm-hmm. that 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 big play that he hauled down. I mean, come on now, that's a touchdown.
2: And that's what you want out of a. That's what you want out of a a, a fifth receiver. That guy that can like come in and make those you know five ten plays a game maybe, or five, 10 plays a season. Maybe that you know. Yeah. Right. Once he comes out on the that's field, all right. yeah. that's all he needs. Right. That's all he needs. And then when I'm he's sorry. on the field, other other teams gotta gotta be aware of it.
0: All right, uh, here, here, here we go, BD. Webb or Amik Robertson?
1: Go.
0: Um, I, I got to go, Webb. Webb has come up
1: and, and run support, made quite a few big hits, good tackles. We saw Amik, uh, you know, lose contain. He's out there playing the nickel. They're shoving him around out there. He's not able to, you know, come up. He's too small. Uh, so if there's a liability there, just just tackling. You know, it's not going to be as good as it can be with Amik. He's five foot eight. Sam, you know, Sam Webb is six feet, 210 pounds. You know, he's just a more physical player and he can play on the outside. I think he's a little bit more viable, even though last week he got, I mean, he gave up over 100 yards easily. So he's heading up and down. I'll, I'll probably go a deeper dive into Sam Webb yeah. uh, at some point on the channel, but he's had an up and down preseason. But definitely the the highs have been just so much better than anything that Meek has done at this point. So got got to give it to the Sam
0: Webb. I, I mean, I think last week he just got. I mean, Eric, Eric Inzukama was just eating him up last week. But then he had Devontae Parker this week, and he, he actually looked a lot better. Um, you know, going going against Devontae Parker, who actually is a pro. I mean, that's he went against a starter, and you know, that's guys could that get you're supposed to get targets for the Patriots and help you know elevate Mac Jones, and he was. He was, he was there every single time, you know, shutting him down. So I, I think last week was, you know, that was just Eric and Zukama's coming out party and uh, Sam Webb was yeah. just a part of the party because <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was eating him up. Oh, so, uh, yeah. I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's my like issue with
2: Webb is like, he does have like those highlight, like BD, those highlight plays, but he is very inconsistent. So that's just to mm-hmm. me and him being a free agent, being a D2 guy, that to me screams practice squad type player for the year. Yeah. You know, what yeah. I mean, because he'll still be under the radar where I don't think anyone's going to claim him. And if you keep a meek, like I feel like Amik Meek had like at least a decent game today. I mean, it wasn't terrible, like you said. I think the highs have been better for Webb for sure, but
0: I feel like a trying know. to do too much. He's trying yeah. to like make a play. He's I mean, it, to he, yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. He hasn't done him, himself any favors in the preseason games at all. And no. I mean, the only the only his saving grace though is that I remember at the beginning of camp like. People were talking him up a little bit, saying he was having a good camp. But and then he got hurt, and it seemed to change after that. But we'll see.
0: Mm-mm. All right. Uh, any other questions? We we got a Panther here. Keep pounding. What's that about? Hey, right. <laughs> thanks oh, for no, supporting the channel. We don't even play you <laughs> we, don't, we don't play the Panthers. Uh, see, so any if if questions? Talk about Zuber. We already talked about that. Um, Britton Brown might be a oh, tough yeah. cut. You know, I, 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 have <laughs> been keeping my Britton Brown versus Amir White opinion to myself. So Matt Holder, what do you, what do you think about, uh, Britton Brown?
2: I feel like he's, again, I feel like he's going to be the, he's going to be the one draft pick that gets cut. I feel like,
0: yeah. And
2: I mean, <laughs> like you, you were saying, you like,
0: you liked him better than, uh, Amir White over the past month. I mean, over the, over the past couple of weeks I have. You know, uh, I mean, I think he's been a little bit more impressive. So He's shown he could do more, right? Yeah. So just a little bit more of a pro running back. But Zemir White, I know that they're high. They traded up for him, so like you know, they're not gonna <laughs> put Britton Brown over him. Or not, it's not Pete Carroll. I mean, Pete Carroll would put play Britton Brown over. It wouldn't matter. But you know, That's they try to talk about over here. They traded up for Zamir White. Zamir White said to get every chance, and he has a chance to get better. It's just you know something. I think Britton Brown. I don't know if he makes the practice squad. Does he make the practice squad? I don't know. That's gonna be a tough one. Because you think someone scoops him up. Somebody might just take him. It, even if you keep him there, right? Like how long do you keep him there? Cause they could take them at any time. It's not yeah, like they could just true. right. It's and he's he's well probably led the preseason in rushing and all that stuff. So and he you know, he was drafted. It's not like he wasn't drafted. It's not like that, you know. Maybe some other team. Maybe he wasn't going to get drafted. Maybe he wasn't. You know, he ran a four six nine, but yeah. he put on. He he put out some really good preseason tape. So it's going to be interesting what they do with that. But you know,
1: um, my you my, my thing
0: to... with Britton Brown. Yeah. Sorry if I can just jump in here. Is
1: just very efficient. You know, like we're talking about falling forward, good vision. Like he's not going to help. He's not going to wow you. He's not. He's not a home run hitter um he's just a solid he's a solid guy he understands the game he's got good fundamentals you know pr- the way he presses the line of scrimmage he has his shoulders square um you know he gets those hard yards so is there anything spectacular or is it just like really good hot you know the skill set is there with a low talent level you know whereas Zemir white the talent we know we we have the talent right he's a yeah. georgia back we we got the talent. He, he's not doing these little things, right? That you need to do mm-hmm. in the NFL, but you can. So, I mean, I, we already know it. it's not a question. It's where white is we're white making the team, but maybe yeah. Brent Brown is a guy that who knows how long they get they keep him on the practice squad. You know, it's it's exactly. it, it, yeah. But I agree. When these running backs are getting hurt,
0: you you you
1: get a guy like Brent Brown. You know, he could probably rush for seventy five yards in an NFL game. You know. Mm-hmm. it's
0: – Worse, it, exactly. That's my point. Like, I don't think he would stay in the practice squad too long. It would just take one running back to get hurt. And he, he's getting swiped up so he could come help some kind of some running back room. So that's the that's the choice that they have to decide. Um, But, you know, I, you know, I think Zamir White has a role. It's just they can't do the whole outside zone thing they were trying to do with him. You know, during the last couple preseason games, he, he can't do that really well. They ran more power runs today. and He looked a lot better got a touchdown, got some more positive yards. So they just got to stick with the power stuff year one until they can maybe mix in the outside zone or maybe he's just not a zone back, which I kind of talked about too. They got to use him correctly too, I, I think. But yeah. I mean,
1: I agree. The, the gap runs, the gap schemes, like we saw him hitting that, these holes hard, right? The Zamir White, that's his thing. You know, It's, yeah. it's, it's just like, hey, Zamir, this is where we want you to hit. If you hit that at 100 miles per hour, Hurt someone while you're doing it, you know, and, and he's going to do it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, any thoughts on that, Matt? I,
2: I was going to, I mean, I was going to kind of say the same thing, like a little bit of like, I feel like Samir White, if you go back and look at like the Patriots last year, he could have a role similar to like what Ramondre Stevenson had, except without, without, uh, hopefully with more carries from like a, uh, from Josh Jacobs, like than a Damian Harris had got because Damian Harris was banged up. You know what I mean? Like, where like he came down as that, like, Third short, certain third short type of back where they use them on a lot of the gap runs. Like you go back and look at it, like uh, Ramondre Stevenson, despite being like a running back two or three, had one of the most gap runs in the NFL last year. I think he was top five in Oof. gap run rushing attempts. So yeah. I feel like that's the role. Maybe they're trying to figure out if Zamir White could do the zone, could do zone and uh, go from there, but or just give them more reps on it for next year or something like that. But yeah, I feel like he's going to be. They're not. I don't think they're gonna run outside zone with Samir White in the in the regular season. I guess. I, I so, hope not.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> he looks really good at power. you start you start you start hitting the the, the, the outside zone. Um, yeah, because there's yeah. just a trace talk about he wasn't a, he wasn't a cutback. He wasn't a cutback uh, back at GGA. He could hit a wide open hole for a house call though. See, there you go. Yeah,
2: yeah. I remember so. we were watching him before. Like his
0: agility is not that great. Like what you kind of need to be <laughs> in his own running. Exactly. All right. Uh, any more questions? I guess we get this one. Would you put Simpson at right guard to replace Cotton? I wouldn't make John Simpson play right guard because he's never. I don't. know. Has he ever played right guard? <laughs> he played left guard as Clemson, right? Yeah,
1: left guard, Clemson.
0: God. The left guard specialist. Yeah, I mean, I mean no. <laughs> I mean, why? They always no. What, they, they always talk about? You know, Switch it and uh, linemen hate switching. That's why Isaiah wins over there. He's pissed. <laughs> That's why he's on the trade block because he's mad. I
2: mean, I, I feel like it'd be kind of a waste to switch him to right guard when you had Dylan Parnum play all three spots on the interior. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're if anyone's replacing Cotton, it's going to be parham who has played like every literally, yeah. he's the switch hitter of the team of
0: the offense. I don't, know, I, just don't, I don't feel too comfortable with Cotton playing real live NFL football yet. <laughs> I got a little nervous. It's,
2: so, it's the same thing as right tackle,
0: Marcus. Somebody's got to be out there. I, I, I'd rather put Parham out there and it's, I, if we're going to put somebody. If they don't like Leatherwood and they don't put Leatherwood there, that's fine. At least put Parham there. I just, it just makes me nervous. I don't know what it is. I'm nervous. What, what, if, what if they just come out with four offensive linemen <laughs> –
1: and a, bu- a, bunch of, a bunch of tight ends,
2: okay? I don't know if you guys ever heard of this. People, if anyone's listening from uh, the Bay Area, like, grew up in uh, like the the late 2000s, early 2010s, Piedmont on offense, they used to run this offense called the A11. A11, you, yeah. You guys heard of it? You have three like offensive linemen and like you just like have a bunch of receivers so you never know who's on the line, who's eligible. Do it with four. Yes. Play, <laughs> yes. some, play some eight man football over here.
1: Yeah, I like it. We're going to have to get creative with it.
0: Something, <laughs> man. I don't sure. know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, all right. I think we're going we pretty really long today for the instant reaction. All right. Uh, I think we're good on that, guys. Any last thoughts before we get out of here? <sighs> You know, I, I mean, ap- apparently
1: apparently, um, those reports about Derek Carr and Devontae Adams looking pretty good, apparently those are true. That We didn't even need to see Derek Carr in the preseason this year. Like every starting quarterback got a pre- preseason snaps.
0: Yeah, I mean, sit him and Aaron Rodgers, right? Aaron Rodgers. There's only two. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. Even Tom's playing tomorrow. Tom's playing tomorrow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, you got to when you take a vacation. I feel like, yeah, you take a
1: little vacation. Yeah, yeah, it's probably, yeah, that was definitely part of the deal. Trade 10
2: days for a a preseason game. I'll take that every day of the week. 10 days in the Bahamas for one day, one, (laughs) a couple preseason series. I need to get on that deal. All
0: All right, right, yeah. So, uh, get ready for some real football. We're going to start getting ready for the Chargers without J.C. Jackson. So, it's going to be exciting. Uh, See who's going to, Michael Davis, Michael Davis versus Devontae Adams. We've won. you know, and see what we're going to do on this offensive line. See what they, you know, keep up with. Are they going to announce who's the starters for the offensive line? We still don't even know who that is. We, we, we don't yeah. know even know what the offensive line is going into the season. Like, who, who are the starters? You know? Hopefully they'll tell us that pretty soon. And then uh, we I start getting ready know. for these. Uh, I, I don't think they know either, man. I don't agree <laughs> with you. <laughs> I don't know why I whispered,
2: why I whispered that.
0: Because <laughs> it's, it's a secret. They don't know. I don't think they know either. <laughs> at this point so uh but you gotta get ready for the chargers right and uh you know start getting some i'm gonna do some a little bit of joe lombardi's offense of course you know pd do a little of the brandon staley who runs cover six cover four cover five cover eight cover nine cover ten and uh tries to fit it all into camp and says Let's go do it guys so, <laughs> so see how that goes and uh see how that works out but you guys already know, dude. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Appreciate you guys listening. We got 400 people today. God damn. Yeah, take care. Yeah. Let's go. All right. All right, guys. Appreciate you guys. Peace. See yeah. later.
1: later.